Welcome, welcome to episode two of Pino with Vino. I'm Sabrina, your host, and my co-host got mad at me when I opened the bottle of wine and she realized she wasn't going to get any. So maybe she'll be back. But for now, it's me. I've already poured this week's wine. It is my favorite wine. I know, I know... I threw you guys all off. I named my puppy Pino, but my favorite wine in the whole wide world is a Sancerre. A Sancerre is Sauvignon Blanc from the Appalachian Sancerre in the Loire Valley in France. It's crisp. It's light. Even Pino returned to say hello. She got over her jealousy in order to come hang out with us. But yes. Sancerre is my favorite wine. It has been a long-time favorite wine of mine. Sauvignon Blanc is a white varietal, a white grape that is known for its herbaceous qualities. And herbaceous is the term that wine people use for that green bell pepper, grassy, earthy smell and flavors that can show up. This quality is especially present and is a distinctive quality of Sauvignon Blanc. I love Sauvignon Blanc as a grape varietal as a whole. Honestly, they're the best happy hour wine. They're easy to drink. They're refreshing. It's similar to having a cold beer on a hot day, except that I would prefer my drink to be wine. But yes, I love it. Sancerre's can be a little pricey. You can find really great value ones as well, but there is a appellation called to rain, which is the wider subregion west of Sancerre, typically a little bit more fruit forward wines, but they'll be less expensive. If you try a Sancerre, you absolutely love it, but you say this isn't my everyday drinking price, I would encourage you to try a wine from To Rain. So, like we talked about in the first episode in Europe, they tend to label their wines by the region that that wine is produced in and that has to do with a long history and tradition and pride in the earth and the ground that it's grown in but also just in the different regulations and rules different tiers of labeling in europe have different regulations and so it's a quality indication in the new world of wine so that really encompasses south america north america Australia, New Zealand, we typically just use a varietal label and will put the region, but the variety will be labeled in big letters, which can be a little trickier in Europe. So just know that Sancerre and Touraine are Sauvignon Blanc. There's another region in the Loire Valley called Pouli Fumé that's also Sauvignon Blanc. Slightly different style, but main thing to know here is Sancerre is Sauvignon Blanc and the reason why I like the Sancerre a little bit more is that that herbaceous quality is a little bit softer and less pronounced than those wines that are produced in New Zealand. While I think it's great and I love the big grassy smell, I think that you find a little bit more nuance and complexity in a Sancerre but that's just a personal opinion. After drinking a lot of wine, the best thing about wine is it's all about personal opinion. It's my favorite. I'd love to hear your guys' favorite, so definitely shoot me an email, find me on Instagram. All of the information is linked in the description, 
but I would love to know if you have a favorite wine, what it is, and always looking for recommendations for what wines to try in future podcasts. With that, let's jump into the puppy part of this pod today. We are going to be talking about the very serious topic of furniture. Do you let your dog on your furniture? Do you let your dog sleep with you at night? I know people have wildly different opinions and have wildly strong opinions on this topic. And I've gone back and forth on this a lot, mainly because I like the cuddles. There's nothing better than that first morning snuggle. And Pino is almost one, so she is just starting to lose her puppy coat and is still incredibly soft when she just comes over and cuddles into me every morning. You just start the morning and you start the day off on such a good foot. It's like when people tell you to make your bed every day because then you've accomplished something every day. Well, I make my bed, but I also get my puppy cuddles. When I first got Pino, I took her home. We took her outside, played around with her for a little bit, and then I took her for a nap and she cuddled into my arms in my bed and fell asleep and I just stared at her for like an hour. And then I had to go to the bathroom. So I got up and she started crying and she was looking down on the edge of the bed and and I thought she wanted to go exploring. So I put her back on the carpet. (laughs) And... I went to my closet to grab a different t-shirt or something and I turned around and she peed and I was like oh my god Pino and she just walked over to another side of the carpet and peed again granted she was three months old so not completely unexpected but fast forward to a few days later we're talking to a trainer for the first time and he immediately says put a leash on her at all times, cut off the end so she doesn't get stuck, but put a leash on her so it's easier to follow where she goes and do not let her on any furniture. The first part, I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense because she's fast and small and it's easy to easier, much easier to keep track of her when she has a leash trailing behind her. But the second part, I was like, but why? Like, you get a puppy, you want to cuddle with this puppy. Come on. It's half the reason you get a dog. Okay, it's not half the reason you get a dog. But it's a huge uptick of a dog is the snuggles. So it's like, why? And the trainer very clearly explains to me that dogs like to keep their house clean. If you let them on the furniture, the couch is their house and your floor is the outside, which means it's the bathroom. If they're not allowed on the furniture, then the floor becomes their house and the outside, the bathroom, is actually outside. And he talks to us about not putting up baby gates because then that part of the house won't be a part of the house to her. It will be a new area and we're just going to have to go through potty training over and over again until we get through the whole house. We chose to follow his training advice and it worked for us. She was potty trained within a week. But all I wanted to do was snuggle. And I found myself just lying on the floor with her. We're sitting there and letting her squeak her lamb chop or cami toy lying across my lap because I wanted that connection. I just, I wanted that physical touch with her. And one of my love languages is physical touch. So that makes a lot of sense for me, but I was sad about it. And when she grew more and she could jump, it got harder to keep her off the furniture and eventually we gave in. It was always kind of nice because she didn't enjoy sleeping with me all night long, which 
I preferred because I didn't want to risk rolling over her or something like that. I didn't necessarily have a strong opinion on sleeping with her or her being in my bed, but I didn't want to feel like I had to sleep less trying to not roll on top of her, which might seem like the weirdest thing to be concerned about, but I was very concerned about it. So she would always lie in my bed while I got ready for bed. And then when I came out and got under the covers, oh yeah, Pino's also afraid of blankets for some reason. So whenever I would get under the covers, she would jump off and go to her chair, go to her crate. At this point, I had stopped closing the crate door on her at night and let her roam free because she was had been potty trained for months and I knew she could hold it all night long. But every morning around 6 a.m., she would jump into bed with me and snuggle in really close. And it was just the most adorable thing and it made my day. It was my favorite moment. It made every day start on a good note. When we came out to Arizona, she didn't have the crate or her chair, so she really started sleeping on my bed. And I did roll over her a few times, mostly her tail, or I would move and startle her awake and she would growl. And it's not the nicest thing to be growled at in your own bed, but I understood it. She was startled awake or I would have rolled on her tail and it was her way of saying, I'm here. It was a knee-jerk reaction. As we've settled in, she's kind of returned to not sleeping on my bed all night long. And Pino has some guarding issues, which we'll discuss in another podcast. And we're working with another trainer out here. And the first thing she said was, Pino can't go on the furniture for a while. But this time, it was a dynamic thing, trying to teach her that she doesn't run the house and she can't get everything she wants every second of every day. And that was really hard to take away the furniture. Honestly, we didn't last as long as the trainer told us we should last, but she's doing okay overall with the issues and the other training's going well. So hopefully it wasn't the end all be all. But one of the magical things about going back to that of not really allowing her on the furniture and maintaining a little bit more distance again is that she's gone back to not sleeping on my bed all night. She'll sleep in her dog bed or on the ground at the foot of my bed. But every morning around 6 a.m., once again, she jumps up and she snuggles in. She tucks her head into my chin and she goes back to sleep for another two hours. And I guess it's worth noting that when we first came out here and she was sleeping in my bed all night and was starting to get territorial about my bed, she didn't cuddle with me. I don't know what happens moving forward, but I have my cuddles back right now and the other stuff is getting better and we're working on it. We're a work in progress, but it's hard not to let them do what they want. It's hard to create boundaries for them and it's something that I'm learning as I go and trying to figure out, but I will say that I'm very thankful that this set of boundaries brought back my 6am cuddles. With that, I'll say cheers. Thank you for listening to another episode of Vino with Pino. I hope you enjoyed your drink if you drank along with us, or I hope you enjoy a Sancerre if you decide to give it a try, or any other Sauvignon Blanc. Feel free to reach out, tell me if you let your dog on the furniture or sleep with your dog, any of your stories. I love them. They're so entertaining. But yes, cheers everyone. Rate, review, follow, subscribe, all the good stuff if you enjoyed listening and we'll be back next week. Bye y'all. 
Say goodbye, Pino.